Welcome to What It Really Means, an America First podcast unlike any other. Of course, I'm your host, Brad Shepard, and as always, Paul Harrell. Paul, how's it going? It's uh, going well, all things considering. I think we're starting to see some positive signs uh, from the media, believe it or not. They might not know it, but I, I think they're starting to show their hand. The corporate media, whatever you want to call them, they are completely showing their hand. I think we're starting to get the right people alarmed. Uh, this is all an act. The media, obviously, they, they don't call anything. Bill Crystal, big never-Trumper, right, masquerading as a conservative all these years. Or, uh, he, tw- he tweeted this. From Wayne County Board of Canvassers to the firing of Chris Krebs to the Department of Defense announcements about withdrawing down troops, I'm going to say it, I am alarmed. Uh, so he's uh, a terrible person, and so he's a good guy to have alarmed. And also, former CIA director John Brennan on CNN saying that the firing of Chris Krebs uh, means that Donald Trump is, quote, trying to steal the election from Joe Biden. So that's what I mean. We're starting to, to, to hear that's what their narrative is going to be as the fraud continues to be disclosed. It goes back to the Democrat playbook of accusing your opponent what you're actually doing. But we know this is the Democrat Party that's trying to steal this election. And now, now that they know this could potentially go either way, they're creating the narrative. They're getting it out there. The the evil dictator, the fascist, Donald Trump, could be stealing our elections. The only narrative they have is that Trump is going to steal the election when they, in fact, are the ones that stole it. Uh, the evidence is mounting. It's not, uh, you know, evidence that you're going to hear on uh, mainstream media. But, you know, former U.S. attorney Sidney Powell is now saying that she believes she can prove that Donald Trump actually got 80 million, 80 million votes and won in a landslide. Now, wow. will they be able to prove that in court? Sidney Powell seems to think so. And, you know, the media is going to be left in a situation where the only thing they can do is foment rage and rioting from all of the people who have been celebrating over the last two weeks, thinking that uh, Joe Biden will be the next president. Uh, so bar the door. And I keep telling people this who are who are, you know, they need they 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 believe the media. They need a little hope. I think Donald Trump's still going to be the president in January. And uh, the media going to be a a partner in lighting this country on fire potentially when everyone finds out what the truth is yeah can you imagine the lib tears the memes the video clips (sighs) glorious if if this does come to fruition if donald trump is able to pull off the biggest political upset in our history i gotta tell you this could be something significantly more epic. I mean, I expect complete mental breakdowns from the left. Well, absolutely, because the Democrat Party, if if the president uh, gets a second term in January, the Democrat Party will be over because the only way the president is going to be getting a second term is if all of this fraud is exposed. And what it looks like right now with the allegations and the reports that are out there about the Dominion program, as well as you know the software that the Smartmatic software that went with it, 
you know, those allegations suggest a wide conspiracy affecting multiple states. The uh, uh, conventional wisdom was they were safe because they were decentralized, that you would have to corrupt a whole lot of individual county clerks and local election officials in order to get, you know, uh, the, the results that they would need. The allegations are that there are algorithms and there are servers in, you know, in Germany. Uh, Congressman Louis Gohmert is now making the rounds saying that the U.S. military seized servers in Germany. I mean, these are I'm just telling you what the allegations are. You're not hearing in the mainstream media because they're just refusing to even report because they called the election because they somehow have this authority, this extra constitutional authority, which, of course, you and I know they don't have. But if Trump wins, then I just don't see how the Democrat Party recovers from it because he will have won by having all of this fraud exposed. I'm seeing these conservative websites that I used to go to for information who almost want a Joe Biden presidency in a yep. way. They, they're just it's so comfortable. It's so easy to go back to the way it was before Trump, where you rev up the base to fight the liberals, or you rev up the base to fight the Democrats, and that's what seems to be happening now with some of these websites. You guys don't understand what you're doing. You don't understand. There, 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 there is no. If Joe Biden were to win, there, there is no revving up the base anymore to try to fight it. It's that's all BS. The level of disenfranchisement that will occur if Joe Biden quote winning the election end quote is allowed to stand is something that I don't think people understand. Freedom-loving people will stop listening. They're going to start prepping. They're going to stop voting, I think, even at the local level. They're quietly going to plan on how to best protect their families and their livelihoods. And with a Biden presidency, I, I just don't see any other reality from that. And then you're going to have the, the you know, you're going to have the phony right continue uh, to try to you know, motivate us, but the the right has squandered every opportunity that the people have given them until Donald Trump. And I think people will will just say, you know, you guys are crying wolf for the last time, and we're not paying attention anymore. Because why do you, why go vote if you can't depend on the outcome of the election? That is the biggest issue right now. If Biden actually were to do this, I, you don't have a free and fair election ever again in this country. And I know that I know what I'm saying. I know I know the the grave, depressing statement that that is. But that's my opinion. I, I totally agree with that. And the corporate media is complicit. They have gaslighted American voters. They have downplayed the Biden crime family, the gaslighting of that, and now the voter fraud and the Dominion voting machines. I mean, this is dangerous stuff because again as you said we'll never have faith in our elections again the dominion director of strategy and security eric coomer said and i quote trump won't win i made fucking sure of that i'm so glad you brought up gaslighting brad because you're exactly right they they gaslight you into thinking you know that you're the crazy one but instead it's not just the media um, it's also the social media, but you know, the press asking Joe Biden questions. I, I, you know, was just watching this on the, on the news, uh, you know, this montage of people just asking Biden these softball questions. They're not asking Biden anything about policy. They're asking him to trash Donald Trump. Why won't Trump concede? Do you think Trump could concede? They're starting to obsess over this point because I think they realize that, uh, it is an official. 
And then if you go on Twitter and you look at the fact-checking and the clarification, Donald Trump will post something about how the election was stolen. Well, you know, other people say differently. The election was called for Joe Biden, uh, and, and it's really getting annoying, and there's some really good memes out there making fun of Twitter, clarifying everything, and it really is exactly – it's really terrifying and, and just – it's like a, a, a taste of what's to come if communist China gets its way in, in terms of what they want to do to the United States of America, what they want to do to our people. But I don't know about you, Brad. Have you ever been in an argument uh, with, with somebody? It, maybe not even an argument. Maybe you just suggest something. And the reaction of the person is so defensive and so extreme that it it makes them look guilty. That's how I would suggest to, to all of you out there listening when you see those social media companies, quote, fact check or put a little clarification note about a piece of information, you need to take it as if they're being extremely defensive. And it uh, insinuates guilt because they are guilty. Because I think at this point, they know the truth and they really just hate Donald Trump and everything he stands for. Um, but they're just willing to get, you know, the ends justify the means with them. So it doesn't matter to them. They don't care. They think they're morally superior to us. So it doesn't matter if they cheat at an election. It doesn't matter if they censor you. It doesn't matter if they don't respect the spirit of the first amendment and they don't want to have a, a dialogue with us anymore, right? This is war to them. Their own actions have proven that. And Joe Biden has told us that he wants to unite America not red states and blue states, but the United States. Now, if Joe Biden really wanted to unite us, and you have 70-something million people who don't believe in the results of this election that the mainstream media is claiming he won, well, the best way I could see that he could unite people is to go through with an official audit of the vote. Let us see that you won fair and square so we can accept that. Joe Biden doesn't seem too interested in that and neither do the Democrats. And you have to ask yourself why. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they should just, you're right. They should want to explain why they just quit counting votes. And then they didn't report the count until, you know, three or four in the morning on election night. And all of a sudden it gave their guy, uh, you know, these 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 uh, leads that eventually grew into giant leads. I mean, there should be an explanation for why that happened. There should be media scrutiny for why that happened. But there, there's not. Uh, and, you know, to your point about the recounts, they, they should want the recounts. They should want it to be vetted. And then we find out down in Georgia that they're not really doing the recount and the full audit the way. A lot of people think it should be done the way I think it should be done, where they're going to compare the signatures. I mean, there's a lot of time uh, to ferret out the truth and for the media to finally, that's going to be the greatest thing, is when the media finally has to report on what's going on. And they're going to lie, of course, but when you hear them start to say Donald Trump is trying to steal the election from Joe Biden, that is when you can start celebrating. Because I honestly think that's when... We will have won the Dominion voting system. It was pushed through by Stacey Abrams, who lost the governor election. She actually convinced Governor Brian Kemp without assembly approval. So there's some illegalities there. Yes. And 
it's very interesting because the Secretary of State in Georgia is saying, oh, yeah, there was really no fraud here, guys. Come on. And now there's a potential they could certify the election as of this Friday. Now, mm -hmm. it'll be in litigation, but certainly they are trying to pull a fast one on the people of Georgia and America in general because it's an important state. And if Georgia goes to Joe Biden, uh, that's that's a really difficult path for President Trump electorally now. We don't know if it did. That's the problem. Doing a recount is meaningless. If, In other words, what it really means is a recount is just recounting the fraudulent ballots. Now, in the recount that they did, Republicans actually gained votes. Donald Trump gained some votes. But how many, as you said, Paul, have the phony signatures, have information missing that was required? They lowered the expectation for these ballots going into these machines so they would accept significantly more yes. than they ever have historically. There's only one reason you do that. That is to help commit fraud. And yeah, and, 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 you know, that's a similar situation to what they did in Pennsylvania, and it was also ideas, concepts that Nancy Pelosi tried to get passed. They were in a bill that obviously wasn't going to go anywhere with the Republican-controlled Senate. And so we're just supposed to accept that that's a coincidence as well, that her policy goals in changing how we vote are things that eventually the Pennsylvania Supreme Court signed off on. And lo and behold, we have a policy change in the state of Georgia that also helps them achieve their policy goals, which really is to win elections, quote, win elections, uh, but not in an honest way. The allegations of voter fraud continue to come out, and it's not just Dominion, which is obviously significant. Two men have been charged in a 41-count criminal complaint after they allegedly submitted thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications on behalf of homeless people. Philadelphia magically finds 8,000 new ballots, 85% of them to Joe Biden. Oh, really? Now, we've got, obviously, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court decision. They ruled Philadelphia did not violate state election law when it restricted how close poll observers could stand to the processing of mail-in ballots because of COVID. That was a loss for the Trump campaign, which had won in the lower court. And just to point that out, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruling was five to two. Paul, would you care to guess how many Democrats are on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court? I'm going to say five Democrat appointments there. That's that's exactly correct, sir. Uh, so all Democrats voted party line. That is not a surprise, by the way. What this now really means is this case will go to the Supreme Court. That's a win for the Trump campaign, by the way. We've got the County Board of Canvassers in Wayne County, Michigan, Refusing to certify the election results. This is a big win for Trump. Huge. If the state board follows suit, the Republican state legislature will select the electors. What does that mean? Well, we know what that really means from talking about this just last week, that they can select electors pro-Trump who will cast their ballot for the state for Donald Trump. The Trump campaign says they have evidence 
that 15,000 people who voted in Nevada also voted in another state. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, I, I actually have that audio right here. Uh, let's see if we can get this queued up. What we are providing today in this lawsuit is that many of these votes were improperly cast. We are presenting today in our formal contest that there are north of 15,000 people who voted in Nevada and another state. I mean, if you could prove that in court, but, you know, there's no fraud, nothing that's going to sway the outcome of an election, Brad. <laughs> that Well, you know, the funny thing about all of this, and it's really not funny, it's disgraceful, but they keep moving the goalpost. I'm sure you've noticed this, even in the mainstream media coverage. At first, it was, oh, there's there's absolutely no, no voter fraud. This is the most secure election in the history of our country. Well, they can't say that anymore. So now they're saying, well, it's not anything that's going to change the outcome of the election. So they're moving the goalpost, and it's subliminal. And this is what they do. They're trying to gaslight you. They're trying to downplay things. The fact that they're doing this, again, it's complicit, and it's evidence that these are Democrats in the media who are aligned with Joe Biden and want to help Joe Biden win. And that is extremely evident in the coverage. And who knows, again, how many people writing the news and telling these uh, anchors and actors what to say are taking money from the communist Chinese. This is a Politico headline, Brad. Headline, the Trump campaign deployed Rudy Giuliani today to argue in court that Pennsylvania's election tallies should be thrown out. He falsely claimed widespread nationwide voter fraud. Now, I'm telling you, the fact that that's the headline is a narrative shift. Uh, you combine that with John Brennan on CNN, Trump trying to steal the election. They know what's about to happen. The media knows there's about to be so much more evidence than we already have had in the last week. And it's going to be harder and harder for them to ignore it. So they're starting to say the Trump campaign is just going to be lying about this. And eventually they're going to steal the election. Again, when you hear that, that's good news. That's how you know they're scared. Yeah, I completely agree. When we talk about voter fraud, this is not a conspiracy. This is something that's proven, that's continuing to come out more and more with whistleblowers. There's now whistleblowers from Dominion coming forward. This is a very real thing. There's no question about it. And by the way, there is no office of the president-elect. <laughs> Really? There's not? I thought, I know I that's thought a there surprise. was. <laughs> He's giving yeah. speeches. That old Joe, crazy old Uncle Joe, is giving speeches where he says, uh, you know, on the platform, office of the president-elect. Hmm. And again, that's all manipulated messaging. That's to condition your mind that he won the election. Nothing more. That's not a real thing. It is a psychological operation. There is no doubt. 
and it's one of many that we've seen this year in the year that is 2020, this this fantastic year that, you know, of course we weren't going to know the winner on election night. I tried to be optimistic and tell myself, oh, we'll know the winner. I actually thought we were going to know the winner, Brad, based on what was coming in at the time until they quit counting the votes. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's 2020. So it's the it's the year of uh, covid uh, psychological operations, not knowing who the president's going to be. Uh, although, I don't know, man. I think that Donald Trump knows he's going to have a second term. I, if if he has seen the evidence that Sidney Powell claims that she has, which you you know that he has, if if it exists, which I believe it does. I mean, the man went and played golf the day after he supposedly lost the election, according to the media. Not one day, but two days in a row. I mean, come on. I think this guy uh, he, he warned us about voting fraud over and over and over again saying it's going to happen social media censored him saying there's nothing there's not voter fraud's not real and now they're censoring the evidence that it's real it's all patently obvious what they're trying to do they don't they don't agree with the free exchange of ideas their biggest mistake might have been actually uh well, let me just say this. The benefit of the Internet and us being able to go around the mainstream media has been a huge problem for the globalists, much more of an upside for people who like freedom than it is for people who are trying to actually, uh, you know, bring about the end of individual uh, nation sovereignty. And in all of this has really created this organic uprising of Trump supporters who yeah, they're not willing to tolerate a fraudulent election. It actually led to the March for Trump, which really was a couple of different organic movements, the March for Trump and Stop the Steal. It all came together in one big celebration for Donald Trump and everything that he's done, America First. That was actually on November 14th on a Saturday and it was a massive turnout. The police actually said after the fact that it could have been approximately a million people. So it really was the million MAGA march, but a massive, massive crowd either way who came out to show their support. And by the way, there was no riots. There was no looting. There wasn't any Trump supporters who were getting arrested, who were being violent, who were attacking police. It was a love fest for our country and for the America First agenda of Donald Trump. And it went off the rails thanks to BLM and Antifa. That's the angriest I've been in the last seven days, uh, seeing the videos of children with their families trying to leave the MAGA rally and just seeing how scared they were. Also, uh, just saw a gentleman with his girlfriend who was terrified the violence, the intimidation, the fear. I was most upset at the law enforcement. They were watching this take place and they weren't doing anything. And I, I know they were probably told not to do anything, but at some point, I just don't understand how you can sleep at night. I don't understand why you're still going to be a police officer because everybody, uh, everybody with common sense and a brain knows exactly what needs to be done to stop this. You, We have the power and authority to stop this, and yet we do nothing. 
And I, I, I'm, I'm upset about it. And uh, if you haven't seen the videos, uh, if you don't want to get angry, don't see them. But, you know, it's at some point, and, and then we have these reports, Brad, that the law enforcement, you know, the exits kind of funneled people into the BLM and Antifa crowds. Yeah. So, you know, you got to ask why? What is going on here? Why is this allowed to take place? And you know it, the whole thing was disgusting, and and I'm 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 ready for law and order, and I, I'm ready for this to stop. And and again, you know we we you're never going to please the media. They're always going to say you, they're always going to they'll cover if there's ever any actual law enforcement done on Antifa or BLM, they'll cover that. But they're not even covering what happened to the Trump supporters because they don't care because they see us as less than human. They really do. They think they're morally superior. And if you just think ten steps ahead of where they, where they're where they're going, uh, we again need to continue to pray that President Donald Trump gets a second term. They didn't do a damn thing. I, I just don't understand it. I think there was about twenty arrests in total, but you're talking a mass amount of people, so that's really not a lot, especially for what we actually saw go on. That was disheartening to watch, and it's going on around America. And we need law and order, and we need law enforcement officers to pick a side. That's what we need them to do. You're either going to be with the un-American Antifa and BLM riders who want you to die, or you're going to be with the patriots who are standing up for this country in everything it was founded on. And that's what you have to do. And I don't give a damn if you're given an order by a chief, by a mayor. If that order is not in good moral conscience, you have to be a patriot. You have to stand up for the oath that you took as a law enforcement officer and tell them no and be willing to walk away. Yeah, be willing to walk away. Exactly. That's what we need. That's where we're at. We need law and order. Because if they can't provide that, then the people will be forced to defend themselves. Now, we've heard a lot of criticism about the Proud Boys, or as Joe Biden called them, the Poor Boys, because <laughs> he has three brain cells left. But I'll tell you what. The Proud Boys were out there, and they were defending proud Americans, mixing it up with these law-breaking rioters. And it may not be pretty, and you may not want everyone to do that, but someone's got to do it. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And that's, that's why the law enforcement needs to do their job. When you see a police officer doing that, most people feel comfortable. They're like, okay, you know, you've, you've, <laughs> but when you see just, you know, regular citizens doing it, you know, it, it makes people be like, uh, you know, but when you also, at the same time, when you see injustice and let's be clear here, the proud boys whooped them. I mean, they, they <laughs> I don't know if you've seen some of the video, but I mean, it really wasn't much of a contest. Uh, and there was a lot of bragging rights going on afterwards. Um, I, you know, I, it, you can't I, I don't I certainly didn't lose respect for the Proud Boys after seeing them, you know, take matters into their own hands when the law enforcement are not going to do anything to people who are 
you know, being bullies and being violent and scaring little children with their parents. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, we're talking a different ball game. If law enforcement is doing their job, there's no need for the Proud Boys. Then we're talking a different ball game. Yeah, it's not happening, though. I mean, we're literally seeing people beat and cheap shotted and knocked out in the street. Innocent people. One of them was a, a BLM activist who was a journalism student mm. and actually assaulted this innocent patriot who was walking around from behind, knocked him out. And then they proceeded to kick him, stomp on him. Man, how can you wear a badge and sit there yeah. and watch that happen? Yeah, and then, then you, you know, then they'll, they'll steal from him. And I'll say this, I think there's a reason why, you know, Batman is like one of the most popular superheroes with people. It's because when no one else will do anything, people are relieved that some, at least somebody will do something. So in that sense, uh, the you know that's what you heard here. What it really means, the Proud Boys are Batman. Let's put up the damn bat signal. I mean, if that's <laughs> what we got to do to get some law and order, then put up the damn bat signal. I'd much prefer the cops to do it the, the textbook way. Me too. Wow. So yeah, March for Trump, very interesting. And now a lot of eyes are turning towards the Georgia Senate runoff elections. It's actually in January 5th. You've got GOP Senator David Perdue, Democrat uh, John Ossoff, pajama boy. They'll go to a runoff. You've got Republican Senator Kelly Loeffler and Democrat Raphael Warnock. Now, these two elections are key. Democrats have 48 seats now. They flipped one. This would give them a tie and if they had the White House with Joe Biden, they would have the majority because the VP, Kamala Harris, would be able to break a tie. So, in other words, this is a critical situation. There is a lot of attention on Georgia. And you've got people like Andrew Yang that he's moving to Georgia. So mm. this, is, this is a big deal. You've got another Stop the Steal rally coming. That's coming this week to... Georgia. So there's a lot of eyes on Georgia in these two particular elections on top of the presidential stuff. It's 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 hard for me to get amped up about it because I really do feel that if the Dominion Smartmatic, you know, foreign election inter interference, quite frankly, if, if all of that pans out and it's provable, I just wouldn't that also logically affect everything down ballot as well? Obviously, you know, you, you hope you can keep the Senate. You hope you can stop, if there's a Joe Biden presidency, stop his agenda as much as you can. And if Republicans control the Senate, you know, you hope that's going to happen. But I also kind of believe that without Donald Trump in the White House, you're going to have Mitt Romney's, you're going to have Mitch McConnell, who's going to be able to revert back to their old way of doing business. And that's not caring about your average American. And so I, I kind of reject the notion of getting excited about it because if Donald Trump's not in the White House, I really, I hate to say it, I don't know if it's going to matter either way. Does that make sense? And so I, I really think we've got to dive into and focus on the, the, you know, the Dominion evidence that's being produced. Sitting Powell now says she has 
you know, somebody, a high military ranking officer who was there when the software was created and has now, you know, uh, uh, signed an affidavit under penalty of perjury, uh, you know, detailing all of this. And so, and I, I think that that's obviously going to affect down ballot races. And we, so we may, we may know a lot more a week from now, two weeks from now. I don't know, but that's my take right now. It's, it's tough for me to invest in this mentally when there's so much other stuff over here. Um, but to your point, it would be nice to retain control of that Senate though. I mean, it, it wouldn't be a bad thing if Republicans maintain control of it. No. And certainly Democrats are taking this extremely serious. I'm going to give you an idea of how serious we talked about Andrew Yang. Now I'm going to tell you about Andrian Elliott. I don't know how you pronounce it. He's some Hollywood schmuck, director, writer, et cetera, you name it. And he did a TikTok video. Obviously, he's based in Los Angeles, but he's actually calling voters in Georgia. Take a listen. Good afternoon. This is Megan from Alpharetta. I'm calling for Miss Petunia. Hey, Miss Petunia, how's the weather over there in Decatur? Oh, yes, it is lovely here today in Alpharetta. I'm so sorry to bother you on the Lord's Day, but I just wanted to make sure that y'all were all set up for our runoff election for Senate on January 5th. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, bless y'all. Yes. Yes, we have uh, Pastor Warnock and we have uh, Mr. Ossoff. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's great news. Okay. Well, thanks so much, y'all. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye now. Whatever it fucking takes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm speechless. I mean, right? I mean, you know, that that's that's just sick. What a bunch of liars. I I I have to tell you, Paul, that I'm concerned that there is going to be a massive voter fraud effort in Georgia. <laughs> really? Another I, one. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, Brad. That's I not know true. This is a stretch. <laughs> that there will be a second one with these two Senate elections, these runoffs in January. I believe that Democrats are going to coordinate at the local level, and they're actually going to try to get people to move to Georgia or to claim residence in Georgia. They're going to manipulate the system any way they can to try and vote and get people in the state to vote. So that's something to keep an eye on for sure. And I think Republicans have to realize that you know Georgia is that next sort of red kind of turning purplish uh, state they have to realize a lot of different people outside of the state have moved there and they need to put forth a lot more effort going forward into georgia i think donald trump won georgia but i don't think it was by a significant margin yeah and i think other states need to take notice you know when you when you do some of these economic incentives you know i know a lot of hollywood they love to film in georgia so you i'm sorry you know that comes with changing demographics anytime you have an industry like Hollywood coming into your state, they're yep. inevitably going to start sniffing around and spending money and, uh, you know, giving to poli- you know, politicians and, and looking at the environment. They already took a lot of heat because of the state's pro-life stance. You had people that did, well, Hollywood's not going to come to your state anymore. I don't know. Just be careful. If you have any influence on your local, uh, you know, in, in your local government, be careful who you attract to your state because they move there and they're probably not if they're if they come from a, a leftist, crazy, wacko state, they're probably not going to move to your state and then change how they vote. They're probably going to take their, I don't know, uh, 
they're they're just they're weird anti-American thoughts to your state. So it's just something to think about. No, absolutely. They don't have the cost as they would in a California to go in and produce a movie. So that's why they're going to places like Georgia. And, you know, as you said, you attract that element. And frankly, they buy houses there. You know, they buy second houses or third houses there or whatever the case may be. And that's how you end up going from red to purple. So the GOP needs to do a much better job going forward on uh, on some of these states. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You've, you've got to. And we talked about this with Texas, you know, uh, there needs to be a well-funded campaign in Texas, like a billboard campaign. Like, hey, you moved here. It's a great economy, but you, you left a crappy economy. And the reason is because you're voting, uh, you know, you're voting wrong. So you need to vote in a different way. Although now I, I will say just real quick, briefly, again, the evidence out there with this Dominion and Smartmatic stuff is making like the media telling you, you know, uh, Texas may become purple. Texas may become purple. Texas may become purple. And then you've got them trying to get Texas to accept the Dominion voting machines, which they rejected. We would be in a similar situation, I think, right now in Texas, if Texas had accepted the Dominion. Absolutely. One thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, what we're seeing is we're seeing voter fraud in every state that there's a Dominion voting machine, right? Uh, I'm ready to go back to voter ID, verifying signatures, in-person voting. By the way, you can't say, let's do mail-in ballots to up the fraud, and then on the day of the election, just kidding, you can all go vote in person. Yeah. (laughs) You know, could it be any more obvious? You know, so, man, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've got to get back to the basics on elections, and that includes hand-counting ballots. I completely agree. I also think at this point, any type of confidence you may have had in a machine, because it's, you know, decentralized or it's not connected to the Internet, I, I don't think you can trust that anymore either. I think you need to also go back to paper, and you just— what was wrong with it? Let's and at the same time, I know you can buy ballot boxes. That's the way they used to do things, you know. Like, well, how's the election going tonight? It's election night. I was like, I don't know. Their campaign's able to buy the ballot boxes faster than our campaign is, so it's not going good. So, in any situation, you know, there can always be fraud. But I mean, with the way com- the computer stuff is, until you can independently verify that these components, you know, that are, are American made and there's some sort of there's some sort of transparency there. Um, I mean, just look at all the technology that's around us right now. You know, look at all the technology that is is easily, you know, is there for us to enslave ourselves, quite frankly, uh, with, you know, surveillance and everything else. I, the voting machines shouldn't be any different when it comes to tracking and being able to manipulate and do whatever you want to do. I mean, there are people right now on on Twitter that have no idea that they're shadow banned, that they're tweeting up a storm and everything else. They have no idea that Twitter has a secret algorithm running on them that's diminishing their, uh, you know, their visibility. Who's to say they couldn't do that with your vote? Yeah, I voted. No, you didn't. Or you did. You think you did, but uh, I mean, it didn't show up in our in our folder over here on the desktop because. We don't like you. <laughs> you know, we like this other guy. So, uh, you know, that's my two cents on that. Who could possibly question now that they would be willing to do something like that? <laughs> it's not like some inconceivable scenario where it, oh, there's just no way the Democrats yeah. would do something like that. 
And we're the conspiracy theorists. And it's like, look around you, man. I mean, this is, the again, the question is, why wouldn't this be the case? Not why would it? I mean, it, it, it would be strange if it, were, if it weren't the case because it's, it's happening everywhere else. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, strap in. We're in for some interesting times ahead on the elections. Uh, let's shift gears to COVID-19 craziness. The angry little elf that is Dr. Fauci that should be back in the North Pole making presents for children everywhere. <laughs> he apparently uh, is okay with Christmas being canceled. Jake Tapper wants Christmas canceled. Uh, nobody, it seems, wants you to have a Thanksgiving in the Democrat Party. You've got the tyrant governor who wants the Turkey Patrol to be coming in and counting how many people you have in your home on Thanksgiving. I mean, this is getting sick. It's not going to stop. This is what they want. They they saw how far they could push it. They want to keep pushing it. Thanksgiving is especially a unique American holiday. If you actually go and read Governor William Bradford's journal, you'll find that the pilgrims at Plymouth almost starved when they came over and tried socialism and communism. Uh, and then, of course, they tried capitalism and they survived. <laughs> That's why they had Thanksgiving. Okay, it's it's documented. Uh, the left, it's no surprise. Coincidentally, uh, subconsciously, I don't care. It's it still is what it is. They hate Thanksgiving because at this point, the left hates America and everything it stands for. They do, and they think uh, that this country should have never been founded. They want to project twenty twenty uh, first century morality, you know, on eighteenth uh, uh, century men. In, 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 you know, weird ways. And so, yeah, it's, it, you know what I, I, you know, come and take it, man. Like, come and take it. Come and take my turkey. Th this is what some of these states are going to, they're going to have to get this mentality. I think the people are already there. Um, you know, you, you mess with Thanksgiving, you mess with Christmas. I mean, who, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And it's very similar. People, how did we get here? How did these govern? Well, first of all, you voted for them. Uh, secondly, we saw the signs of this. I mean, even in the Obama administration's little things, like when the IRS went after the Tea Party, one of the questions they asked was, well, you have your Tea Party meetings, your nonprofit, but you say you pray at the beginning. You pray at the beginning of your meeting. What's the content of those prayers? Well, it's none of your business. But if you're the government and you think that you are God, then they think it is their business to know what you pray and what goes on in your head. And that's what it is. It's a God complex. These governors, they think that they are the end power uh, in their state, and they are not, but they think they are, and that's why they're trying to control you like they're God. They think they're God. Well, and why should they? You've got Governor Cuomo, and what's happening with him is he's literally in the midst of a COVID pandemic where he killed thousands of elderly people and he's on a book tour touring. I, I mean, this guy is sick and then he's blaming Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, this guy's a sociopath. Uh, yes. Yeah, sociopath with uh, nipple rings. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that photo. Don't go look it up, but yeah. Sorry for any of our listeners out there with nipple rings, but it, it, you just don't, you shouldn't wear a shirt like that. You just you wear, wear an undershirt, man, or put some band-aids over those. It's ridiculous. Uh, reminds me of that tweet from Donald Trump 
before he was president where he talked about uh, Barney Frank. Like, wasn't he running like a a male prostitution thing going on out of his out of his apartment at one point? Yeah, I believe so. Ah, okay, all right, man. He was ahead of his time for a Democrat. <laughs> Just <laughs> here it is. Really. Uh, President Trump at the time, Donald Trump said, and this was in 2011. Barney Frank looked. <laughs> Barney Frank looked disgusting. Nipples protruding in his blue shirt before Congress. Very, very disrespectful. This is why this man must get a second term. We have to have more of this. We have to have more tweets about uh, politicians' nipples. Um, Oh, man. That was great. Yeah. I will definitely not be looking at that picture of of Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to continue to have my Thanksgiving as I damn well please. I intend on having a Thanksgiving with probably 16 people, and I'm going to do it unashamedly. And I'm not going to be wearing a mask. So uh, if the Turkey Patrol wants to come find me, uh, so be it. But uh, that's what I'm going to do, and I don't give a damn if they like it or not. I'm not asking for their approval. We have this little thing called the free country. And so that's what I'm going to do, exercise my rights to live in a free country. And if they don't like it, they can stick it up their ass. I Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's what happens with the turkey, right? I mean, you know, with the stuffing and everything. <laughs> you know, if the turkey wears a mask, then you're good. You're not going to get COVID if, if you put the mask. You don't have to wear one, but just make sure your turkey wears one. And no, be, by the way, well, no, that's a, that's good advice, by the way. In in some of these states, you have limits on who can attend. Obviously, as we talked about, there are, in some cases, only five people that can attend Thanksgiving. But here's the loophole. You can have up to 30 people for a funeral. Now, just imagine you have a pet turkey. He died on Thanksgiving. Totally unexpected. You have to have a funeral for your pet turkey. And that could require up to 30 people. They say that funerals, some people want funerals to be more like celebrations than, you yeah. know, full of mourning. So Celebrate I, I like life. I like where your head's at. I like where yeah. your head's at for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and then back to, you know, to the Christmas thing, them saying, well, Christmas, uh, Fauci, Christmas is not going to be possible. I, I really don't think they realize um, how the American people the, the the reaction is not going to be one of we will go quietly into the night from the famous Independence Day speech. It's it's not it's just not going to happen the way they they think it is. Um, you know, when you start messing with Christmas, you know, I just got a feeling that uh, this is going to be a year of defiance in a lot of states who, again, your leaders think that they are God and you are not. And that's evident by their actions. And they have turned fear into a virtue. And they believe that they are virtuous by, you know, saying you have to lock down. And the American people are not going to put up with this. So not until the second or third quarter of 2021, though. Christmas is probably not going to be possible. Yeah, I'm... Unbelievable. 
I, you know, where are our churches? I just have to say this. You know, I mean, it's one thing. I, I just I got to know what does the what does the church say when you hear when we've already been through twenty twenty. We know the survival rate of the virus. We know it is infectious, but you know we have a lot of data. We have obviously way more data than we had back in March. And these people are now saying that this is going to go into twenty twenty two. Are are you are you kidding me? I mean, at what point will people say, you know what, I've, I've had enough. I've, I've got to do what's right, even if the world is going to, you know, to shame me and look down on me or even prosecute me. Did you really think the government, looking at our history, was going to take the power that they have now and just give that back? Don't use it again. Give it away. Say, that's OK. We don't want this. No. And then you talk about the Great Reset, right? Oh, this gives us the opportunity for the Great Reset. This globalist paradise, this reimagined global society. There are just so many opportunities for them coming out of this that, you know, I think people are finally waking up to what's going on here. And it's not just in America. It's all across the world. All across the world, I think, especially in Western countries that release purport to promote Western civilization, the citizenry has had enough. They, and a lot of them are now looking over at us and saying, what are you guys doing, America? I mean, there's a lot of people very concerned. I did see a photo that purported to be from London or England. It was one of those planes that with a, you know with a sign behind it that you see at the beach sometimes. Uh, and it said, uh, the world knows Trump won. And I think it even had a hashtag MAGA on there. Uh, there, there are people that are that are uh, you know across the globe that are looking over you know at us, being like you know there's something really wrong. And I think they realize that if America goes away, it's going to be a totalitarian darkness for the rest of the world. Because right now, I mean, just look at what China is, and look at how the American corporations via social media censorship uh, and even our entertainment, like the NBA in Hollywood. Look how they are doing everything that the communist Chinese government would do to us if they were in charge. They are treating us, uh, you know, whether you are talking about, you know, not being able to. Uh, uh, and I, I saw I know Tucker Carlson was talking about this, but, you know, how if you, if you say something you're not supposed to say, well, then PayPal or, you know, we'll we'll cancel you and we'll, you won't be able to essentially participate in commerce that this is the country that America is becoming, but it's the country that China already is. And, you know, so people people are waking up, but we've got to make sure. And I, I just got to say this again, Brad, and I know it may be cliche to some, but continue to pray. If you believe in prayer, continue to pray that President Trump beats the odds once again, exposes this massive fraud and gets a second term. It's a total ripple effect if the United States goes the way of Marxism, socialism, this reimagined society where we hit the reset button to fundamentally change America and, frankly, the entire globe. I just think there's a tremendous ripple effect with our country and, and how we go, so goes everyone else in a way. And that would be, I think, devastating. I think a lot of people realize that. You know, interestingly enough, that's why Donald Trump got a lot of support from Latinos. 
in Southern Florida. And they know all about socialism. They know all about what happens in places like Cuba and Venezuela. And they know how deadly and dangerous it is to the America they love. And that's the reason why they moved here. They didn't move here to to live in a Venezuela 2.0. But they know that's the way this will go. And and so it's so critical that Trump get elected. And what we're seeing, and we saw this with the Million MAGA March, the March for Trump, the silent majority, as they call them, are silent no more. More and more Trump supporters are realizing what's at stake and are starting to speak out. It's kind of become this counterculture, this punk rock counterculture that's becoming cool. And I think it's really important. And I think what I have seen is more and more Trump supporters coming out and being willing to say, yes, I support him. Yes, I support America first. Why the hell would you not? When you look at a Joe Biden agenda, he's America last. There's no question about it. Whether it's a COVID-19 vaccination, jobs, immigration. I mean, look at the cabinet he wants to put together. It's full of D.C. lobbyists. Big pharma, tech, big tech. It's a joke. Can you imagine if you are an immigrant here that voted for Donald Trump and you are from Venezuela, specifically Venezuela, and you find out that the election was stolen by software that was created so Hugo Chavez could steal elections? I mean, can you imagine the Crazy. level of frustration you would feel? Because I'm, I'm telling you, folks, that may actually be the truth when all this is said and done. And yes, I, I mean, because they now have some guy who's signed a sworn affidavit saying that that's what it was created for, so that Hugo Chavez could steal elections. Again, we we just got done talking last week about third world banana republics. Uh, it's coming to fruition, and we have to save our country. It really does feel that serious this time. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It is that serious, and uh, uh, keep being optimistic. Um, there's, you know, there's good news if you can search for it, if you can dig for it. Continue to subscribe. Tell your friends about uh, this podcast. What it really means. Here's a headline from today. Uh, the FEC chair, the Federal Election Commission's chair, says that if Sidney Powell says there is rampant voter fraud, quote, I believe her. That's good news. Sidney Powell is an exceptional attorney. Lynn Wood is an exceptional attorney, highly decorated. And, you know, it's a great team of attorneys. Yeah, I, I mean, they're obviously not making this up, right? Uh, I'm ready for that evidence to get out there. I'm a little impatient. I want it. But there's so much. There's so much evidence. There's so many witnesses. There's so many whistleblowers and people coming forward that they have to compile all this in a way that it makes sense for a court of law. Yes. And so they can explain it to everybody. And so... When that happens, it takes a little longer to put together. So you can, you know, make sure it makes sense for people. But it's coming. Sydney Powell, she's releasing the Kraken. Yes, she is. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Love it. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Follow us on Twitter at the Brad Shepherd. 
And uh, I'm on Parlor at Brad Shepard. Paul, of course, is on Twitter and Parlor at Paul Harrell 1776. Support independent journalism by following my work at uncoverdc.com and subscribe to my free politics, media, and culture newsletter, Shepherding the Truth at bradshepherd.substack.com. Paul, is there anything you'd like to say in closing? I think we're going to have a much clearer picture seven days from now. Stay tuned. Tell your friends about what it really means podcast. We'll be back next week, and thanks for joining us each and every week as we tell you what it really means. (laughs) 